Hello everyone, uh, this is Miro and this is Jeanette. We're back uh, talking about another movie today and keeping in consistency with last week's theme, we're doing another pandemic movie and uh, this week we're doing uh, Outbreak. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last episode about how it was different than Contagion. Uh, than Contagion, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, after watching it again after so like so many years, it's it is really different. <laughs> we watched it after not having watched it for a few years, and I didn't remember some of the stuff that happens in it, and it was kind of crazy. So yeah, uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, do you want to go over some of the details of the movie? Yeah. So the film is a 1995 medical uh, disaster film, and it was. Directed by Wolf King Peterson, who's known for his film called The Never Ending Story. It's like a very 80s... Oh, I remember Never Ending Story. Yeah, it's like a kid's kind of weird... Yeah, it has, that, <laughs> is that, it has that horse scene that traumatized an entire generation. Exactly. Yeah. Now everyone was afraid of, like, riding on horses. Yeah, and, and growing <laughs> up, you think, oh, I'm going to have to deal with so much quicksand. How do adults get around <laughs> without worrying about quicksand? Yeah, I think John Mulaney brought that up, too. He was like, yeah, like, quicksand. Like, we were always told, like, it was a Watch big thing. Watch out for quicksand. <laughs> But anyway, back to the the Ooh, notes. Yeah. yeah, it was written by Lawrence Duret and Robert Roy Poole. And it was based on a book called The Hot Zone, uh, written by Richard Preston. And it's a nonfiction uh, book from the 1994 about the origins and incidents of Ebola virus and Marburg virus. Marburg virus? Yeah, I think Marburg virus. Okay. Uh, yeah, this movie, when they adapted it, this is so far from reality. Yeah. <laughs> so hearing that it's actually based off of a book. Well, not only a book, like, even the book is it's not even, like, a, like, a story, like, outbreak. It's just, like, a bunch of events and then the person just talks about yeah like, you said it's nonfiction, right yeah yeah so like it's i guess it's based on a real yeah, thing right like that probably happened multiple events yeah but it just feels like it's kind of weird that like they decide to adapt yeah something based on like events and then they just create their own like story yeah. about it so it makes sense why it's so melodramatic and yeah. over the top. <laughs> and I mean, it, we're assuming people have watched this this uh, movie and we're going to obviously start off with spoilers. This entire movie is so dramatic. It over. is so it, 90s. Yeah, like I I think like in the 90s it was like, wow, this is like really great. Yeah. But then now there's been better films, films. like Contagion where yeah. like... They, it's actually a story and everyone is yeah. calm but yeah. kind of panicking <laughs> this is for sure an action movie from the 90s this oh isn't yeah a, like the pandemic is the terrorist and these guys or the, rather the pandemic is the bomb that's gonna blow up yeah and there's literally a bomb in this movie that's gonna blow up and kill everyone yeah and then there was like the military and then like the Two cdc buddies that need to yeah <laughs> you know 
fight the man and all uh, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, um, like, the overall summary of the film, it's just an outbreak of an Ebola-like virus um, that started off in Motamba in Zari. Motaba. Motaba. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, like, somehow jumped to the U.S. as a result of this monkey. Yeah. One monkey whose name is Marcel from Friends. That's (laughs) how the virus comes to the U.S., by the way. So the the timeline lines up. Yeah, he got to New York City with Ross and then went to the zoo. And probably during that time, he created the virus and possibly an almost pandemic thing. Yeah. And the monkey is actually really funny in this movie. I guess if we're going to talk about characters, let's start off talking about the monkey. Oh, yeah. The monkey is really funny. <laughs> the movie starts off with... Uh, well, the movie starts off... It doesn't start off in a in a lab. It doesn't start off in a hospital. I just, like, first you get a quote that says viruses are, like, the biggest threat to mankind or whatever. The movie starts off with just random people fighting in the jungle, like soldiers just fighting in the jungle. Yeah. And wasn't it to represent Vietnam War? That's the thing. When I was watching this, I was like, "Oh, so Vietnam, right? Like yeah. they're fighting in the Vietnam jungle." Because it was around the same time. It's a June of nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. So they're fighting, and every time a bomb blows <laughs> up or someone shoots a gun, they just like show the face of the monkey screaming for its life. Which I don't know, like how traumatized that monkey was during those shoots like where it's like okay we want you to scream yeah and then they like i don't know if they do like very loud sound or something but yeah it's like yeah probably traumatizing to the monkey <laughs> yeah the, the monkey looked like it was in distress yeah so yeah we find out it's like some camp in africa somewhere uh named motaba uh and people are just dying uh of the virus already yeah and uh, it was like an unexpected virus like the people there didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the helicopter comes in and out comes two unknown people who we later find out to be Donald Sutherland. Wait, who? Donald Sutherland. Uh-huh. And Morgan Freeman. Okay. And like at the during the scene they're covered in masks that are like blacked out. Yeah. And they're just, like, walking down the aisle of dead bodies and people who are on the verge of dying. And they're being told by this doctor, it's like, oh, yeah, like, it's very severe. People are just dying, like, yeah. within and, days. And, of course, you have the soldier that's like, I'm going to be okay, right? Yeah. I'm going to be okay, right, doc? I'm going to go home, right? And they're like, yeah, totally. Let us take some blood real quick and uh, we'll, we'll get you all better. Yeah. Uh, and then they just like walk away. Meanwhile, they're doing this really calmly, and there's still like fighting going on around them. Yeah. And it's kind of super weird. Which is also like, how did they get the helicopter in there if there was like so many like yeah. bombs and like, like rockets shooting. and all this stuff? <laughs> These two like medics landed and took blood and left again. Like yeah. you know, it's just another day. So yeah, they do that, and then like uh, a couple days later. They were promised to get, like, food and aid. Oh, it's not even a couple days later. Oh, it's really? Like, it's, like, maybe a few hours later. They're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're about to send you guys some supplies. 
uh, and then they do a supply drop and uh, turns out it's not a supply drop it's a bomb and the doctor that was there looks at it and he's like oh wait what and the soldiers are like wait a minute that doesn't look like a supply drop that looks like that thing that we drop on the people that like live here yeah <laughs> uh, that looks really familiar but usually we're like on the other side of this so exactly. this is kind of messed up right now um, so yeah they blow up the entire camp killing everyone in it all the u.s soldiers and presuming all the terrorists but marcel survives and his buddies yeah so they survive actually it's probably not the same monkey because monkeys don't live that long so it's probably like the ancestors of marcel yeah and then we go to this like military like their version of like cdc where they're testing like all these like vaccines and medications for like things like salmonella and yeah. the hiv and it, it's really funny because it like goes through the levels and it's like you're at the level one where we study salmonella that's like the really weak one like, yeah no one and cares everyone's about just like wearing lab coats and like maybe a glove or yeah two. almost no ppe they're just like yeah whatever and then over time it like builds and builds to the <laughs> yeah. point where everyone's covered in like a full body suit yeah you know, i actually kind of like that um i actually like that where it's like oh like yeah and then these guys do the flu so they just wear a mask it's really cool whatever and then we end up seeing these famous n95 masks i don't know how they had so many of them back then uh in level three and even in that one, the guy just walks out and just takes off the mask. Like, you know, it's no big deal. And then you get to, like, level four where our guys are at. And, you know, that's the one that's, like, super locked down. And, you know, like no only can a, get in. Like, only a few people could get in. Like, you need, like, a, not, like a what, handprint and then, like, a PIN number and, like, your yeah. social security. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we meet our f- first, like, main character, kind of. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, back when, you know, he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> back like, when he was cool. So, like, for Kevin Spacey, I feel that his, his voice, it kind of, the way that he, like, said things, or said, like, his lines, it sounded like he was, like, from the 1930s. Yeah, he plays the wise guy, you know, he plays the wise yeah. guy that just, like, and knows always, better. Yeah, and he always has something, like some like smack to talk about and he always has like a one-liner witty like thing to say that's his that's his entire character yeah that's it and then like his hair color is weird like it's like a like an orange it seems like it was like a strawberry blonde but it came out to be like a light orange yeah um and you know they uh one cool thing one uh cool thing it has in common with contagion is they wear the same suits that have the like air pushing out so nothing can get in i was like oh that's cool they like that's at least that's accurate yeah (laughs) at least that and my like measure of accuracy is contagion at this point because i don't know anything about actual cdc things yeah yeah so kevin spacey in this movie he doesn't really do much yeah it's mostly smack talk or like he's like that one person that's like oh i am a know-it-all because yeah like, when, he's like oh don't you know better yeah don't you know better yeah and um but then he it's like during like the testing in one of the labs he, yeah his suit gets ripped open and he freaks out 
And he's like, oh my god, like, I'm going to get the virus. And, like, the way that the composition was, like, the score. Yeah. Like, it made it so dramatic. It's like, oh my god, like, he's going to get the virus. Yeah, and, and you know, that scene was really funny because in the beginning when we meet him, he's like, hey, Dustin Hoffman. I don't know the character's name. Hey, Dustin Hoffman, you have a tear in your suit. Didn't you catch that tear in your suit? What are you, dumb? And, like, he, like, takes his time, fixes it, and you're like, oh, okay, so he's going to die because he's going to have a tear in his suit. Yeah, because it's almost like a callback to what happened. Yeah. And that's kind of his entire character. It's just him, like, being smart and then smarter than everyone else around him, but then he just makes one fatal mistake. And then he gets sick, but... Do we know that he, if he died? Well, I don't know if they showed that he died or not. It's just because, like, like, all I remember was that the other character, you know, visited him, and then he's like, "Oh, I just want someone to hold my hand," and that was kind of the last thing that we saw from him. They yeah. never came back to like his character. Yeah, he was just like someone, just like you know, hold my hand while I die. Yeah, so maybe uh, he died. We don't know. Yeah, uh, but do we care? No. no. <laughs> That's kind of his character. It's like, oh, we don't actually care if you die. That's fine. Yeah, he's just the filler for this ens- ensemble cast. Yeah, he was the that guy. Like, every 90s movie had that guy that was, like, super... Yeah, that always had, like, a smart Alec yeah. attitude and would always, like, have, like, a one-liner every now and then. Yep. After uh, him, I guess the next character I want to talk about is Kuba... Cuba Gundy Jr.? Yes. What did you think of him? Because I have a really specific opinion about him. I feel like he was, like, trying to be portrayed as a rookie. Like, it was his first time, like... First day on the job. Yeah, Yeah. but probably for something, like, more serious. Kind of like Kate Winslet's character, where it's, like, she's... It's, like, her first time doing something really serious. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of, like, naive, but at the same time willing to do what you know whatever it takes and yeah and then like every now and then he he would repeat some of the things that Dustin Hoffman would say like yeah. about that missile it's like oh like something like about the shooting of the missile it's like oh yeah they're gonna shoot the missile they're gonna shoot the missile oh yeah yeah they're just gonna let it they're yeah. just gonna do it yeah they're, they're just gonna, gonna do, do it. it yeah he kept saying yeah. it and it was <laughs> Like, what is he trying to do? Yeah. That's kind of... I don't... I feel like his character doesn't go through anything huge. The only, like, big thing he goes through... I guess his arc ends really quick. In the beginning, they, they're like, Hey, I'm Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm really smart. I'm really book smart. And then Kevin Spacey's like, Huh, huh. Think you're smart. I'm smarter. We'll see how you do in the field. <laughs> and then, of course, he goes out in the field. And as soon as he see, sees, like, the first sick person... Yeah, he, he like, like throws, throws up. up in his suit, which I mean, uh, yeah, I would just be like, yeah, just kill me now, yeah. <laughs> you know. But then, like, I guess, like, over time, he's he's gotten better. Well, right after that, he becomes really competent. Like right after, he doesn't make mistakes anymore. He knows what he's doing after that. You know, he runs all the lab tests that they need to run. Like, that was his only hiccup this movie. After that, he becomes, you know, you can always count on him. He's that lab tech guy that you're like, yep, this guy will get the job done. Yeah, I kind of feel that maybe in, like, 
like during the development of the script like he probably was like starting off as like a rookie and then over time it just ended up being like oh yeah he's like he could do nothing wrong yeah after that's like his only like yeah me, like mess up i guess is in the beginning when he throws up in his suit and then opens his yeah uh and then after helmet. that i was like oh yeah I'm yeah so after perfect. that he's he's competent yeah after that he doesn't make mistakes anymore he's not a rookie anymore yeah but i i think like maybe it's just he's just another filler character like yeah. they probably need a requirement of like seven characters and or something yeah or something like seven so main like characters. dang it we can't have morgan freeman be the only black guy in this movie yes <laughs> so let's get like what other black actor is out there that's really famous yeah i know cuba gooding jr yeah um, like wait a minute was like jerry mcguire like did it came out Maybe uh, it was like no. Maybe remember that movie where he's like a navy diver. Maybe that one came out during that same time. Oh yeah, yeah. I just know that like the nineties was like a big decade for him. Yeah, and then after that, it kind of went downhill. But yeah. then it went back up during the um, the American Crime Story. Yeah, uh, yeah. So his thing is just you know he does that, and then after that he is pretty much Dustin Hoffman's bitch. Yeah, like that's all he is. And that's why I I have a really specific opinion about him. He's basically like Sam from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. He's just like Sam where he's like, yes, Mr. Dustin Hoffman, sir. I'll do that right away, sir. Just like uh. how uh, just like how Sam is like, yeah, Mr. Frodo. I'll do it, Mr. Frodo. You know? <laughs> it's like the same exact thing. Where yeah, he's just like... Just like- like an assistant yeah or like a helper not a helper but like just someone who would always like never really argue with like the main character and then if the main character is like oh i don't know how to fly a like a helicopter it's like oh i do don't worry i'll do it yeah i'll do it (laughs) he's like he he's just such like a like a loyal person and like they make him so innocent of like firing up the chopper right away, sir. Yeah, you know, I, it's like I got oh, it I am, you, sir. I'm ready. And then like also he heard that the missile was going to happen. Yeah, we never find out how. He just kind of yeah. knows. He picked up that the missile was going to be shot. So at then the... he he ran up to Dustin Hoffman and was He's like, like oh, Dustin Hoffman, sir, I, the missile a, is going to happen. There's a bomb coming, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I guess I like this character more than Kevin Spacey's just because he like actually does stuff in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, compared to him and Kevin Spacey, it felt like Kevin Spacey probably would have been fired. Yeah, just for, for not, his attitude. Yeah, and then also just like sitting around. Yeah. You know, I actually it's funny you mentioned that. I thought he would be fired when he does that joke with uh Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character where he throws him like a empty vial. Oh yeah. I'm like, if you did that at an actual army facility, I think, yeah. you would probably get fired. Yeah, I think he probably would have been stripped from Yeah. Or probably been like demoted to like for sure. working for to test like salmonella. Yeah, they'd be like, here, eat this. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, the, other than that, Cuba Gooding's character he doesn't really do much. He's just kind of there to enable Dawson Hoffman to go from place to place. And, you know, he just kind of knows military stuff. That's yeah. That's pretty much him. Um, and apparently he's, like, the best helicopter pilot in yeah, the world. Yeah, with 85 hours. Yeah, or 85 hours of... 
they do this training. thing of like is was it uh, simulation or actual and he doesn't even give a real answer yeah he's uh, like oh well. yeah. like oh look at this helicopter <laughs> yeah. they're, and they're like oh I can he can fly any chopper too it, you know it's like an actual pilot we like oh well sorry I don't know how to fly that model. wait what if it's like the matrix where he like downloaded he, it he downloads it's like oh I already know oh, it. <laughs> see, that would explain it if he was a robot that would explain his entire behavior yeah, if he was another copy of Neo, it probably makes sense why he knows everything. Yeah. And why he knows how to test things. And, and then, you know, after uh, him, I guess, the next character, that kind of... Honestly, kind of pissed me off, would be the wife of Dawson Hoffman's character. Really? Yeah, who's she Who's she played by? Uh, Renee Russo. Okay, she looked a little familiar... Yep. Yeah, she was she's Thor's mom. Oh, okay. And then she was also in Nightcrawler, which okay. was directed by her husband. Oh, I, I never saw Nightcrawler, but um, oh, it's a good movie. We'll probably watch it in the future. Okay. Yeah, she she was okay as far as acting goes, but they really didn't give her much to do. Yeah, it's almost like she was just the ex-wife that, or like soon to be ex-wife. Because, like, they were moving out of, like, their house. Or, like, yeah. she was moving to, like, Which, a different location. It was something. Yeah, because she got a job at the CDC. She's, like, running the CDC or whatever. and um, But, you know, that whole divorce scene, like, where they're talking when she and Dawson Hoffman interact for the first time. That was so weird because they make it sound, like, the dialogue and their attitudes make it sound like Dawson Hoffman, like, killed her mom or something. And she just despises him with no end. Yeah, because, like, she was going to give him all of, like, the pictures Picture, that they are yeah. in together. And then... She's like, I don't want our pictures. And he's like, well, I don't want them either. Yeah, and then she didn't specify, like, what she did to the dogs when she left. Yeah. Because, like, he dropped off their two dogs. But didn't really specify what happened to them. Like... He even questions, like, oh, did you put them in a pound or something? Yeah. And then she's like, no, I didn't. But didn't really specify where exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, so is your mom watching them? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we. I'm really invested into these dogs' life. Yeah. Like, like I care you... more about them than all the people. Yeah, did you see movie? Dustin Hoffman washing them? Yeah. And then, like... Kind letting of, them run around all yeah. wet in the apartment while like, also like scorning them like you know being yeah talking like, to oh, them like they get it like yeah. um yeah she uh ends up like becoming like the leader of the cdc i guess um or like the group that like t- is like trying to test and figure out like yeah. what's happening in this like ebola like virus yeah. in the small town and she like what like halfway through she gets infected as a result of kevin spacey because when he was having a seizure the needle that she was about to put in him like i guess touched him Him his skin and then her it was something like where i think like she had it in his skin and then he seized up again yeah and then it's i guess yeah like accidentally came out and then yeah. stabbed her tip of her finger so yeah. it caused her to get infected but then 
She was fine in the end because, like... Yeah, I mean, they find the antibody, they give yeah. it to her, and, of course, she recovers in, like, two hours. And then, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, like, when can we get back together yeah. type of talk. Um, um, and, you know, one thing with her was, I was hoping, like, during the movie when they're like, oh, I guess you're gonna have to work with your ex-husband, uh, everyone tells her, like, oh, don't let him push you around, and don't let him... Don't let it be like old times. Don't let it be like before. <laughs> so, and then, of course, the first thing that happens when they start working together is Dawson Hoffman is just pushing her around. Yeah. And cause... she just takes it. <laughs> yeah. And he does this thing where he does, like, a couple times in the movie where he says the same thing over and over. Yeah. Where he's like, uh, hey, have your people test this. One day test it, have them test it again, and then test it, test it again, and after they test it a third time, have them test it again. Yeah, because she did say that, oh, like, well, we already tested it, so why are we, you know... Why do you want us to test it again? And then he did that whole monologue of test it again, test it again, test it again. And it's it's really weird because it's like, yeah, they just literally told you not to let him talk to you like that, and the next scene, he's talking to you like that, and you're just taking it. Yeah. But, and then also, I don't feel like that she had a moment to where she could argue with him. Like, it kind of felt like that he was doing most of the argument, and then she was kind of, like, taking it, or she was, like, I don't know. It just didn't felt like that she had, like, a good arc and being like, no, I'm not going to take this. Yeah, yeah. And then, but... like, in the end, she just... And she just so, goes back to being his wife. Yeah, so yeah. It, again, it's like kind of like cliche of like women being portrayed in film where it's like, oh, we're, you know, women are just like... And I guess, I I mean, that's a 90s thing too, I guess. Yeah. You know, can't really be mad at it. It's like, yeah, that's how they wrote women in the 90s yeah. in action movies. Um, she does do one cool thing where she kind of finds like a... But there's like a little bit of an outbreak somewhere. She finds it, and they like they're like, okay, we got all of them. They're good. Like, oh yeah, we it found was them in all. Boston, as okay. a result of one of the characters flying back to Boston. Oh okay. And then like it was just him and her, his girlfriend, and I think that was it. That was it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we got them. Okay, contained. Everything's fine. Uh, and then as they're celebrating, they get, like, a fax. Where, like, <laughs> everything is not fine. And she's like, well, okay, this is out of my hands now. She doesn't She doesn't do really much anything else, really. Yeah. Let's see. Who haven't we talked about? I feel like oh. there's, like, so many characters in this movie. Like, there's so many big names. that, well, And all of them do so little in the movie. Well, we could um, talk about Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... What he was kind of like. That is a great question. Like, it's like sometimes he was like a bad guy, and then sometimes he was not a bad guy, and then sometimes he was like in the middle. Like, it was kind of weird. Like, apparently he was person helping Donald Sutherland. Like, he was his partner. Like, I feel like when we saw him in the past, in the beginning of the movie, he they were probably like the same rank. Yeah. In the military. But then, like, it kind of felt that Donald was, like, oh, I'm in charge type of feeling. Yeah. And, like, well, Morgan was, like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he did, like, try to speak up. Be like, oh, well, shouldn't we, like, help them out? 
and Donald was like, no, let's just, just like, him. eliminate just, them. Just kill him. Yeah, like, it kind of felt that at times, like, Morgan's character seemed to be, like, what, like, a passive person? Like, he would just, like, be like, oh, I want to help, but then, like, But I can't because I'm following orders from my boss type yeah. of thing. And yeah. it wasn't until, like, towards the end that he was like, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. Yeah, which, honestly, even at the end, he's not like, oh, let me flat out refuse an order. Yeah. He's just like, oh, Dawson Hoffman, if... You, like, on in front of his boss, he's like, hey, if you do this thing, they can't do what they need, so I'm gonna need you to wink, wink, nudge, nudge, not do that thing. <laughs> yeah, he does, like, the what Michael Shea does on SNL. He's like, yeah, my lawyers told me not to do this one joke. And then he tells the entire joke. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, they told me not to say that, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it was kind of like that, where he was like, yeah, um... I'm telling you this right in front of my yeah. boss, but my boss doesn't want me to let you know. Yeah, he's like, don't, do not fly directly at the plane because if you do that, it cannot deploy the bomb. Do not do that. And everyone's like, wait, wait a minute, Morgan, yeah. don't, don't tell him, Morgan, don't tell him that. And then, you know, that's like, I think that's the most he does in this movie for, for the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he had like, I would say like an average arc. You know, like, in the beginning, he's, like, passive and, like, just following orders. And then, like, towards the end, he's, like, no, I'm going to, like, help out. Yeah. Or, like, do something. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not big, but it's, like, kind of, yeah. you could see the difference. And honestly, you know, this isn't about his movie character, but I feel like he's been acting at the same energy level since <laughs> any movie I've ever seen him. Yeah, he always has, like, a straight face. He yeah. doesn't, like, smile. He doesn't sweat. He doesn't, he doesn't sweat. He doesn't, Breathe like, heavily. Like, yeah, he doesn't blink, like, sporadically. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, he's just always at the same uh, same level of emotion. Yeah, and it's always his um, God voice. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Can't, can't fault him for that. He has the voice of an angel. Yes. Um... I mean, he did play God in Bruce Almighty, yeah. so give yeah. him credit, you yeah. know? Pretty good. Was that before this or after this? Oh, uh, Bruce Almighty was after this. It okay. was, like, in 2004. Gotcha. Back okay. when Universal Studios was pretty decent. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so then the next one, I would say, it would be... Maybe, like, go to Patrick Dempsey's character, because he was the one that started... Who is that? I'll tell you who it is. Because <laughs> I don't know these characters' names. <laughs> so Patrick Dempsey, he's that kid that uh, gets the monkey from the warehouse. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he was the one that caused this whole pandemic. Like, he, he gets this monkey from this warehouse. I guess it was, like, an animal testing, well, like... his He has, like, a really complicated story, though. Yeah. Because what he wants to do is he lives in a small town, but he works for, like, an animal storage facility. And, and then, then also he gets, like, word from, like, the pet store owner yeah, that's so like, oh... In, in that pet store, the pet store owner was, like, gonna pay him to get him a... Um, like male a male monkey or a female monkey? I think it was a male monkey that he wanted. But yeah. But then the Marcel ended up 
being, being female. female and he's like i want to be yeah so female. he was just he was just trying to do a get a quick buck and stole an animal <laughs> yeah and was just gonna sell it at a at a store yeah and then you know when he when the guy doesn't want it because he's like well these guys can't breed and first of all their monkeys aren't even the same species so it probably wouldn't work it and probably if wouldn't it work. would work it would just create a whole nother species yeah so and that movie would have been more interesting yeah exactly but we didn't get that <laughs> no uh, instead we got this <laughs> you know it was like one of those moments where it's like dude you work in an animal like storage place do you not know that releasing a wild animal into a new like environment can be either like really really good for the monkey or really really bad for everyone else like it can like well, destroy an environment exactly like because like in monkeys like that type of monkey it it's mostly in south america yeah where there's like more like tree linings mm-hmm. like more of like the hanging like yeah. tree branches and like the like the leaves the vines and everything yeah and yeah like the redwood forest like probably not the best idea for it probably not it's more like really like like very like straight trees Trees that are really far from each other so you can't even get from one tree to another so it's yeah, more you just like, like let some go. Yeah, it's more for like maybe chimpanzees, but not for that type of monkey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I feel that if like in reality, I feel that the monkey probably would have died because yeah. maybe of the diet. Honestly, that, something would have killed it immediately. Like yeah. a cougar or something would have killed it immediately and eaten it. Yeah, and then it would be a whole new story. Dif- of, yeah, like, different the virus. The cougar will get infected, and then, like, I don't know, some ranger sees it, and it's like, oh, it attacked a kid. Kid, yeah. <laughs> See, that, that, would, that would be more interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, his his thing, he, just, he was just kind of, like, the tool used to spread the virus basically yeah because then after he releases the monkey then he goes on a plane from california to boston and then he it's like you could tell like he's like sick sick yeah like he has like the pink eye he's got like he's sweating all over the place yeah and then he he looks like he's like having a fever yeah and then he tries to get like a cookie and then he's like oh i don't want a cookie yeah <laughs> but then you could tell he took a bite, bite of out it. of the cookie and then some random kid is like hey mister can i have the rest of your cookie that you've bitten into yeah if my kid was like hey uh can i go eat a stranger's cookie i'd be like what why why do you want to eat someone else's cookie yeah i think like now like they'll probably just like have the kids stay because you know you have like those agents or like travel in the planes that yeah. they think he's like a terrorist threat and yeah, <laughs> take him down <laughs> it's like yeah. ma'am your your child's a threat yeah you know thinking about it now this movie didn't really focus on how it spreads like in uh contagion they really focused on okay here's all these like technical terms and here's how this virus is technically like going from one person to another everyone's touching this so it's spreading through touch it's not airborne blah 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 yeah and in this movie they don't really focus on that there's like one scene where in the beginning where a guy is like yeah it's not airborne and then they don't mention anything about transmission you're just kind of like 
left to believe that if they like make out or if they touch each other then yeah and then it wasn't until after like the incident in the movie theater that like a bunch of like people that were at that movie theater that someone got sick as a result of um the infection that's when dustin hoffman was like oh my god it's airborne yeah (laughs) no it wasn't a movie theater yeah it was a movie theater are you sure yeah no it was in the hospital when they're like oh this guy is in a completely different room he hasn't had any contact with them that per that patient came from a movie like all those patients came from movie theater and then that one guy that was like oh sir like he was just in a car accident oh he's been here for like a week or something yeah yeah he's been here for like a couple like a week or it was like like before like all the movie theater people came yeah that's when Dustin Hoffman was like, oh my god, I'm gonna look at the vent. And then the and then camera's he, gonna go through all this vents. He magically <laughs> knows that the vents are connected to the other room. And then uh, he's like, oh, it's airborne. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that is very scientific. That That is exactly how scientists do scientists yeah, things. They just They're follow just like, vents. They like airborne. open buildings' blueprints. Yeah. And it's like, yep, it's uh, yeah. airborne. <laughs> I remember how in... Uh, contagion it took the virus like a long time to mutate and they were able to track and say hey it was this strain when it was here and then there was a crossover event with a pig and a bat and then it mutated and did this no in this movie they're just like it's mutating like right now yeah like, it's doing it right now <laughs> yeah and then the like i felt i feel like that this where was more focused on at what extent would the military and like the CDC and like even like civilians would go to like contain this yeah. disease. Yeah, like I probably would talk about it like further a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but I want to like bring up uh, Donald Sutherland's character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who just really likes dropping bombs on people. Yeah. That's just. He Let's just, just really likes is. dropping bombs. I was pretty surprised that for someone who's working in the military, in like the director of defense yeah. section, yeah. that he can just drop bombs yeah, without have to get getting any... clearance yeah. from the Senate. Yeah. Well, or... they said, oh, the president knows about this. Like the president gave the okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But then it, it, it kind of just skips like a bunch of people that you had to go to. Yeah. You can't just drop a bomb in a city on U.S. soil as the U.S. Army and then yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, the president told us to. Yeah. And it doesn't then, work like that. And then I also felt that, like, the whole military, like, having, like, I think it was just National Guard people, but it was just, like, a bunch of, like, helicopters and a bunch of, like, Hummers that are, like, there, yeah. like, blocking people from leaving the city and I'm pretty shocked that, like, no one brought it up to the public. Like, there were some, like, newscasters there, yeah. but they kind of... They weren't of... letting him in, though. Yeah, Remember, and then they, they were... they didn't even let him into the city. Yeah, and then they were only, like, given very small information. Yeah. But it almost felt like, well, shouldn't, like, a journalist, like, probably, like, sneak yeah. in there See, and find that's out? That's what this movie needed. This movie needed Jude Law from Contagion. Yes. To be that guy that's like, you know, the government is hiding this from us. The yeah. government is doing something bad. And then he would have been right. And then that character would have made sense for this movie. Yeah. It just felt like that 
it's like for the amount of military there and then the amount of like how far Donald Sutherland wants to bomb yeah. this city, it's kind of shocking that no one outside like of that city. Yeah, like, no one outside of that city is aware. Where? Yeah. Like, it kind of felt like, oh, like, this is, like, well, an island. It was, and I feel like if we kind of compare it to today, where if some guy in a random town in some random country, like, farts, we hear about it on the news because <laughs> of social media. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which probably, like, outdates this, this movie. movie very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because if there was any sort of, like, social media at that time, they'd be like, hey... Uh, yeah. They're killing us in this in this town over here. Yeah, like they're not letting us in. Yeah. Like I think it probably would have been like brought up by like the Senate, and then the Senate would be like, "This is like yeah. breach of like the constitutional know, rights." Cons- or yeah, the whatever. Constitution, and like this is this skips so many like judicial yeah. stuff, and <laughs> you know, I wanna, I would have liked to see because there is like some scenes where. Uh, Morgan Freeman and Donald Sutherland talk about what they had to do in Motaba in the in 67 they're like oh yeah like we had to do that we can't let this break loose and kill a bunch of people we had to like destroy that village yeah but he's also that same guy that like made it a weapon and you know they make it a point to talk about how that's a weapon that's a weapon you know uh, how the militaries weaponized this Mutaba virus, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like they could have done a thing where he's like, no, I was just trying to protect, you know? Like, I was just trying to protect people from getting this, you know? Yeah, it kind of felt like Donaldson just, like, had so much hatred. Or, like, it, uh, not even hatred, but it's just, just close-mindedness. Like, yeah. Just narrowness of views. Just, like, narrow-minded. And I felt like that probably because of just him always wanting to bomb things probably prevents him from having like a good character yeah it kind of felt like he was like a one note like oh i'm just here to bomb things yeah and like some send military and prevent like other people outside of the city from knowing about this yeah and and i i guess that's kind of a 90s thing too right all of these characters are really one-dimensional nowadays we're so used to these characters that have emotion and that subtext and yeah subplots for each character nowadays we're just like like we're used to it but you watch this and you're like yep dustin hoffman is just a really small guy trying to be really big <laughs> trying to be really big yeah, by just, having his back so straight. straight just constantly puffing out his chest and it's like dude we, no you yeah. can't you cannot do that just be the nerdy guy it's fine yeah, and then I guess, like, the director probably, like, noticed that. So, at time, at some scenes, like, they have him sitting down with, like, someone else or being further away from other characters. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not like, oh, unless it's, like, Hubert Gurney Jr., then it's like, yeah, like, we can't really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, and, you know, after, let's talk about Donald Sutherland's one more thing about him because uh, it kind of comes up in the movie and it's like I feel like in the 90s there was this like thing maybe in action movies of like the army being the bad guy kind of I don't know if that's I, I feel like I, re- I remember that like kind of being a theme where... I don't know because like the only like I guess like recent like of the 90s I would say the recent one was like Kuwait Okay, but that was like pretty like 
pretty like short like it, it was almost like a victory so I don't know like uh, it's yeah it's kind of weird but this maybe movie specifically it, though maybe it might have been like the LA riots that because of like the police like then they were like oh let's just like transition it to the mil- military for this yeah. maybe that's why maybe um, but I do remember I mean this is like many years before that but like Full Metal Jacket came out and that was kind of anti-army I'd say well that was more of like an- anti-war um, and anti-Vietnam yeah than um, military yeah I guess so. But this movie, like, it does make the military kind of look like the bad guy, where well, they're, like... I think it maybe it's, like, more of, like, the conservative, conservative thing, where it's, like, oh, don't trust the government. Maybe it's more of that, like, anti-government yeah, Probably more like that than anti-military, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, because in the movie, the military, like, is keeping this virus and a cure for it secret because they want to keep it as a weapon yeah and i mean i'm sure the military does have bioweapons oh yeah but by now yeah but i feel like they for this movie they're like oh they layered it on a little bit too thick where they're like yeah he's you know for sure they're for sure the bad guys they're like just trying to prevent their weapon yeah you know freaking dustin hoffman says it like 30 times (laughs) they're like Nope, they're gonna shoot us down. They're trying to, they're, or they're gonna drop the bomb. They're trying to save their weapon. They're trying to save their weapon. They're trying to save. Their, he says it like four times in a row, and we're like, we get it, we get it. Army bad, keep weapon, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I guess that's a good segue into Dustin Hoffman's character, right? Because yeah, that I mean, like much... he didn't really have like that much screen time, and then also it was just him focused. Like most of his lines was like, oh, just. Just do what you need to do. It's just like, him yelling orders. Yeah. It's just him barking orders at people. And it's really... It's so out of place because he doesn't carry himself like a person that would be able to give people orders. Yeah. Like, I don't... I think that he's more of, like, maybe, like, Morgan Freeman's character. Where it's, like... Like, based on, like, Donald Sutherland him as an actor. Like, I feel he's more of, like, what Morgan Freeman is acting in this movie than like being that character that Donald Sutherland is doing. Yeah. Like I I feel like maybe someone else, I don't know who like big nineties actor was I can't I can't picture anyone else in this role. Like Yeah. It's kinda weird. He is given the role of someone who's supposed to take take charge of this situation. Oh, maybe like Jeremy Irons. Maybe I would see. What Jer- is he in? He was in um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. He was the bad guy. One nope. other thing. Okay. Name one other thing. <laughs> he is he is an English actor, but he he sometimes plays a lot of bad guys. And he was a really good um in Oh, Die you mean Hard. Jeremy Irons? Oh, Jeremy. Yeah, I thought I said. It. Right? Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he's, um, what's his name? He's Alfred from the new Batman. Oh, I, I haven't seen the new yeah, Batman. Yeah. In Batman vs. Superman, he's the new, uh, he's the new Alfred in that. So, yeah. Yeah, so. That guy. I feel like Jeremy Irons would probably be a better role, like better actor for this role that Donald Sutherland got. Yeah. 
I think I like he that. would probably carry it more because I feel that Donald's is just like spewing out lines. I don't really think that he's he's like created like a backstory. But then again, I think because of the lack of lines that he has, and maybe like you know Wolfgang probably didn't give him like enough backstory. Maybe that's why he was like, yeah, I'm just here for the money type of Thing, feeling. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I feel like you know what actually Bruce Willis. You said Die Hard. Bruce Willis would have been a good replacement for Dustin Hoffman because yeah, like I would say the Bruce Willis from like the early to early to mid two thousands probably would work with this because yeah. during the two thousands he kind of was an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could buy him shouting orders at people. Yeah, if you could take if you could take that two thousand. Bruce Willis, and then time travel him back to the nineties. He probably would have been yeah. great. Would have done. Would have done well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dustin Hoffman's thing is like in the movie, he's obviously fighting with his wife a lot. They're getting a divorce. Um, he's not taking it too well. He's he still loves her, wants her back, um, and but he's like trying not to show it on his face he's like yeah I'm just... yeah he doesn't want to come out and say it because he's an <laughs> army man so <laughs> not just a... dude he looks so funny walking next to tall people like i know i'm, I'm he... gonna replay this scene for you watch watch he feels like he's trying so hard to make himself taller yeah and you know when he pa- he walks next to taller people so he has to walk faster than them <laughs> And it just looks really funny. Uh, it's just, you know, it's it looks kind of weird. It looks Aww. like it looks like someone is someone is taking him taking their kid out for a walk or something. But he doesn't do a bad job with what he's given. I mean, listen to some of his lines. Like, well, I think like airborne. everyone, I think everyone is like doing their best for what, like, as much information yeah. and like backstory and, and like the script is. he for sure took it the most serious though oh well he's a method actor like, oh okay yeah he's like known for going full on yeah and like... i can say that i appreciated it as much as now that i'm thinking about it i'm like no he did a good job he did a he did a decent job with what he was given like he I think had like, some yeah i think a lot of the actors like i mean even except though for we... cuba getting junior he still <laughs> acted like some random dude. Yes, Mr. Yes, Mr. Frodo. I got it, Mr. Frodo. It's like, dude, you don't have to act the okay, that Okay, besides Gooding, I think that all the A-listers, even Patrick Dempsey, I feel like all of them tried their best to, like, act as best as they could, could from what yeah, they have. For sure. So, I mean, like, yeah, it makes sense, like, why this wasn't really good in terms of, like, reviews at the time and it's kind of like one of those like cash grab films of that time that's like oh like let's like make this like a-list ensemble cast like disaster movie yeah so yeah yeah and you know he does some he does some cool stuff in the movie he like relies a lot on everyone else supporting him and he, that's what makes it feel like there is no main character. Like, there's not one single main character. He's supposed to be the main character, that's for sure. Yeah. Because he has the most... Like, the change. most lines. Yeah, he has the most lines. <laughs> he changes the most. He, like, goes through the most ups and downs, I guess. But 
he definitely relies a lot on everyone else around him not as actors but as characters around him he's like okay kevin spacey you do this all right could be cuba gooding jr <laughs> why would you name your kid after a country why like why would you i mean it? like question like the father's father or parents because sure. he's like senior so oh okay <laughs> yeah um he he does a good job of like even as an actor just even as a character delegating to other people and you know not he doesn't make it seem like oh this character was supposed to force himself as the main character no and then also it's like he made the character seem like he's like trying as much as he can to cure he's just really panicky yeah he's just really panicky the entire movie it feels like he's just you know, sweating bullets the entire time. And I'm sure, like, the character is because, you know, it's a deadly virus and all that action movie. And he he did a good job. Yeah. I, I When I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah, I guess, like, compared to today's, like, even with Contagion, like, I feel Contagion, like, has aged a lot better than Outbreak. This movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Contagion is not as hectic as this movie. No, it's pretty, like... Like, it feels like it's it's it flows a lot better. It, yeah. I think it also could be because of the score. True, yeah. Like... This this had a bunch of, like, action scores, right? This yeah, was a lot of, like, like loud dramatic and dramatic. And... Yeah. Um, it, it definitely doesn't... It's. I wouldn't even put them in the same category, I feel like. Because this is, for sure, just an action movie. The way it's shot, like, the way you have all these characters, like, yelling at each other. And then you have shots of, like, soldiers pulling into the town. The camera yeah. looking up from a downward angle. Like, at these, like, soldiers jumping down from yeah, the Yeah, like, I guess, car. like, based on, like, the lighting compared to, like, both of them. Because, yeah. like, the lighting in Contagion is more like natural but then also has like a yellow tint to, to it, it. Um, that was when yellow tinting everything yellow orange tinting everything was becoming really popular oh yeah that yeah. was like a huge thing they, yeah um and then like in outbreak it's it, it does like go along with that whole like um lighting and like the shoots shooting of it where it's like very like a lot of like helicopter shoots i mean the movie and... has an entire like five minute long helicopter chasing because cars weren't big enough you know yeah uh and honestly it's not a bad chasing no when you it's watch not it, it's you, pretty it's it doesn't fit this movie <laughs> no it's kind of weird but also like yeah. it it you know it's pretty yeah. good it doesn't fit this movie but as like an action scene it's pretty good they're you know they're flying around the choppers and you know it's decent. Um, there are obviously some inconsistencies in the movie, like, as far as the virus goes, where his wife, like, his wife gets the virus, it takes it a while for it to make her sick, and then a while longer for it to, like, be bedridden and all this stuff. But then other people, like, they cough once, and then ten minutes later, they're on the floor having a seizure and dying. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of like, okay, how fast does this act? In Contagion... The virus was really, like, consistent. It was, yeah. like, it does this at this time, and then this at this time, and then this at this time. Yeah, I think, like, the average for this probably was, like, maybe a couple of days. Yeah, but 
his wife though like yeah she's but then around again, for a while yeah like i guess like for most of them like if you didn't catch her early like it will take like a couple of days for you for the virus to kill you but i guess like if you already know like you got the virus like the minute that it happened yeah maybe that's why she maybe lasts. yeah i guess i guess so we didn't see the the infection point for the other yeah uh, for the other cases but for her we got to see it okay now she got infected and now and then like compared to like kevin spacey's infection like i think His it was, was like, fast too though, well i think it? it was mainly because like he he pretended like oh i'm, I'm not yeah i'm i'm, I'm fine yeah. and then like what the next day he gets sick and yeah passes. which honestly i was like that is so in character because <laughs> you usually i would say like oh that's so out of character for that character because uh he's like saying uh he's the guy that's telling everyone oh you're uh, didn't you notice your suit is broken or oh rookie what a rookie you made a rookie mistake blah 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 but then he himself when he when his suit rips he doesn't tell anyone and i feel like that's so in character because those smart ass people wouldn't do that they'd be like no no i'm fine because i'm better you know yeah. they'd be like no this wouldn't happen to me because i'm so good at my job but maybe it's like that whole like idea like what happens if it happens to them in reality like would they like maybe like their ego would be like too yeah. big that they'd be like yeah i'm fine yeah, yeah maybe maybe that's that's probably yeah yeah um and that was a nice touch i it does have its like redeeming moments uh like i said the action scenes are super awesome they don't fit the movie, but they're really cool. Um, yeah. Um, well, how would you... Like, what's your overall opinion of this movie? Would you watch it again? Um, Probably not. I think, like, maybe if I was, like, bored and there was nothing on Netflix or Hulu or HBO or, or Disney <laughs> or CBS <laughs> yeah. or any of those stuff yeah. I'll probably watch it yeah like it's probably one of those like where if you're just really bored or if you want something to play in the background because you already know it what is happened. a really good background movie that's for sure yeah where you kind of just want something to be played while you're like cleaning yeah. or doing something so you're not so focused on it yeah you're kind of just like yeah I know what happens okay yeah what about you um i will watch it again once there is another pandemic <laughs> for sure just for research <laughs> no just because you know this movie is two hours long right yeah it's like two hours long it's almost 200 minutes that's longer than two hours isn't it yes yeah <laughs> it's 120 minutes. sure <laughs> it's it's a really long movie it's really really long <laughs> And they could have cut out so many parts, but they didn't. Um, so I would definitely need to be in the current situation where we're quarantined at home and I have nothing else to do. Uh, yeah, then I'll watch it. Oh, also another question. What about Contagion? Because I don't think we asked about that. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. I probably won't watch Contagion again. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you wouldn't? Is no. it just too real? No, it's because it's too much like a documentary. Um, I have already retained all the information I needed from it. You know what I mean? Nothing exciting happens in in Contagion. You know, it's a very like it's a very calm movie, right? 
Yeah. Am I remembering it wrong already? No, yet? no, it's no. a pretty calm yeah. movie. Like, I mean, yeah, there are some, like, thriller moments where you're just like, oh, oh like... conspiracies or, ooh, plot yeah. twists. It's like, oh, like, wow. Like, kind of like, just like, kind of like World War Z, where yeah. you're just, like, shocked about the zombies oh. coming. Yeah. Like, it's it has that kind of feeling where it's like, oh, my God, so many people are getting infected. Yeah. In such a quick time. Time. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like, it, do, it does have that shock value of like, yeah. oh, this is how we got COVID-19 yeah. from people <laughs> touching each other and touching things and then touching those things. Uh, but yeah, this movie I would watch again. That movie I wouldn't watch again. I've retained everything I need to know from the other movie. This movie is like, a, again, like an action movie. I will definitely watch it again in another like 20 years when we have another pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it again. Um, hopefully there's better movies by then, but... Yeah. We'll see. Um, I mean, for me, I think I would watch Contagion. Probably not as much as, like, other movies, um, that I like. Yeah. Um, like, maybe, like, once in a while I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it a little bit more than, um, Outbreak. Yeah. Because I just, like, I, I like the story, and then I also like the way that it's shot. Yeah. And, like, how the characters are. Like, yeah, mm. not all the characters have character arcs or that big of, like, yeah, a impact in the film. But I'm like, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I think, like, it could be I just like Sodenberg's style. Style, yeah. Because I, I do like I do traffic. like the style. I did yeah. like the style. Yeah, yeah. Because I do like Traffic. Yeah. I do like Syria. Syriana. Yeah. And then I also like um, some of the stuff that he produced, like um, Sicario. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sicario I really like. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, a probably... Yeah. <laughs> I think Contagion specifically, I was like, yeah, this is... To me, it was more like a documentary because I was, I was watching it like it was a documentary. I was trying to learn. I'm like, see, I still know what fomites are. You know, fomites, fomites, fomites. Yeah, mashes, <laughs> boil it, mash it, <laughs> boil it, mash it, stick it in the stew. Yeah, uh, I still remember that. So for me, I was like, yeah, I learned from Contagion. I'm good. Um, and, but this movie is like, yeah, I could have this on in the background. You know, you see some people dying, like bleeding out of their eyes. That's kind of cool. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's a good movie. Uh, so um, five out of ten. Yeah. We'll watch again. <laughs> I'll, I watch pretty bad movies. I'll I'll watch a four out of ten. Yeah, like I found out about this film as a kid when my mom was watching it. Yeah. And like my family's known for watching a lot of bad movies, like Michael Bay movies and yeah. <laughs> the J.J. Yeah. Abrams movies. Yeah, they're known for like watching. Yeah, Those entertaining of... yet bad movies. Yeah, that's what this is. This is an entertaining movie, but as like a as a movie, it's not a good movie. Yeah, but it is a good movie. I don't know. I can't really tell. Well, I guess I, think, I guess I'll give it a well, six and a half out of. Because when I looked up on Wikipedia, it did bad on critics, but like the audience liked it. Yeah, because just of, like, like it got yeah. like such a big like return on from yeah. the box office. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast, uh, again. Um, hopefully we'll have another, uh, episode next week. Yeah. Um, 
I think we're planning on switching to a TV show. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll either switch to a TV show that has also to do with pandemics or something else. That um, we yeah. recently finished. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, we hope everyone's staying safe, staying inside, um, washing their hands whenever they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, hopefully we'll keep going after this quarantine. I mean, our plan is to at least do one episode a week while we're in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I keep saying while we're in quarantine. We're not actually in quarantine. We're just under lockdown. Yeah. So just can't leave the house. We're not sick and in quarantine. We just can't leave the house. We'll ma- keep making these at least once a week, and then we'll keep going after that. And uh, I hope we get uh, you guys coming back, listening to us. Yeah. Uh, um, just so you know, we didn't force you. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, don't look fun. behind you. Just don't look behind <laughs> yeah. you. This is for fun. Uh, we're just talking about movies, having fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. Uh, stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.